Strange Tales. RelicRadio.com presents tales of the strange and bizarre, the weird and the wicked. Stories not necessarily of the supernatural, but of the unnatural. Join us now for Strange Tales, featuring radio drama at its most mysterious and unusual. This week on Strange Tales, we'll hear from The Haunting Hour, series produced between 1945 and 1946, 52 episodes. It's first heard over NBC stations. Our story is from June 23, 1945. It's The Hands of Mr. Smith. See him, Russ. He'll be along. I can hardly wait to get my hands on that dough. Yeah. Hey, look, Russ. My hands. The way they're shaking. Take it easy, Tiny. <laughs> it's funny. Every time I wait to stick up a guy, my mitts get shaken like this. You'll keep them paws under control. Oh, sure, sure. I'm not kidding. Oh, I won't do nothing. I won't touch the guy. Remember that. But why don't he come, Russ? Get back here. But where is he? I can see the factory door, but he ain't come out yet. Get back here, I said. Okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> a car's coming. Cop. Huh? Police car. A couple of lousy cops. Shut up. But maybe they'll spot our car. Maybe they'll stop and start looking around. I said shut up. Oh, look, they're going by. They ain't stopping. Stand still. Uh, they turned the corner. Oh, that's better. 
Now my hands are shaking worse than ever. I told you to keep them big paws quiet. I'm trying to, Rustic. I can't do more now. I'll do it. When this cashier comes along, keep your hands in your pocket, and you won't be tempted. I remember. I won't touch him, Rice. Here he comes. Are you sure? That's him. He's all alone. He just came out of the factory. He's carrying some paper bag. He's got the dough in a paper bag. Uh, this is one trip to the bank he ain't never going to finish. Steady now. Uh, okay, mister, get him up. Uh, who are you? Get him up, the man said. Take the bag, Tiny. Don't shoot. I, I won't yell. <laughs> he won't yell, he said. Take that bag, Tiny, you sap. I don't like this guy. Keep your hands down, Tiny. Give me that bag. I, I said I would. How much is in here? on our trail. But where are we going, We're right? in this car, you dope. Oh, yeah. Sure, we don't need this hot jalopy no more tonight. I thought I told you to keep your hands off that cashier. Oh, now listen, we Russ. We had I... this stick up in the bag, but you had to go and scrag the guy. I didn't mean to kill him, but there was something about him. Once I got my mitts on his throat... I know, you can't make those big paws behave. I'm sorry, Russ. I had my rod on him. All you had to do was take the bag, get in the car while I knocked him cold, and we had smooth sailing. I said I was sorry, Russ. You're always sorry. But look. Look, we got the three grand, didn't we? We're in the clear. Nobody saw us. Nobody heard us. What do you mean, us? I didn't kill him. Hey. What's the matter? Back there. I think a power car just turned the corner. Well, is it? Uh, no. That ain't no power car. Just a black sedan like this one. They pulled up the curb. We'll turn off at the next corner, Brain. Plenty deserted around here. Why don't we stop here? Go on a little further along where it's darker. Yeah, Claire's going to wonder what's happened. I said I'd be at the apartment by half past twelve. Well, no, soon enough. Yeah. Uh, wait till I show her the three grand we got. Uh, wait till she hears about the murder. Oh, I won't tell her tonight. No, she can read it in the morning papers. Yeah. Hey, you know, we're getting kind of far out of town. When are we going to stop? Right here. I'll pull off the road. Leave her here. Yeah, that's a good spot. <laughs> Not even a house in sight. Uh, give me your gun, Tiny. My gun? Your gat. Give it to me. Well, but what for? To keep you out of trouble. Ah, oh, now listen, Rush. Now we're I... leaving this car. We're walking to the nearest bus line. If there's a cop on the bus and he looks at you twice, you're going to start shooting so uh... hand over your rod. Okay, here it is. That's better. And now, Tiny, give me the money. Huh? The paper bag with the money. Hand it over. 
Hey, what is this? Give me the money, Tiny. Oh, sure. Here it is. Come on, now let's get out of this car. Let's go. Yeah? You're staying here. Wait, hey, wait a minute. Keep those hands quiet. Hey, Russ, watch that gun. You're pointing it right at me. You said it. I'm washed up with you, and so is Claire. What? Claire? Yeah, Claire, your wife. She's fed up to the teeth, so am I. You and Claire... Oh, so that's why you didn't drive the apartment. That's why you came way out here. You and Claire are crossing me up. I... You're figuring I'm bumping me off? That's right. Give me that gun. You bet I will. Oh, oh Russ, I'll get you for this. I'll get Claire and you if I have to dig my way out of my own grave. Beat it, Russ. We've got to pack up and beat it out of here tonight. What? At 2 o'clock in the morning? Not on your life. We're staying here until this whole thing blows over. But that cashier. Maybe the cops have found him already. They're bound to find him soon. They're bound to find Tiny. One of it, Claire. They can't connect it up with you and me. I'm scared, Russ. Suppose Tiny wasn't dead. Suppose he drove the car back here to the apartment somehow. <laughs> you must believe in ghosts. He said he'd get us, didn't he? He said he'd get us if he had to dig his way out of his own grave. Oh, I shouldn't have told you that. Come on. Let's get out of here. Nothing doing, Claire. We're staying right here. Come on, baby. Unlock the trunk. The trunk? Sure. We'll hide the dough in your trunk until this whole thing blows over. Come on, honey. Unlock it. It is unlocked. Yeah. The lid is kind of rusty, huh? There we are. I'll shove this three grand under all these clothes. Those are Tiny's clothes. Oh, come on. Relax, Claire. Now let me lock it. Hey! What's the matter? You've locked the trunk. Oh, Sure. But Tiny has the only key. He always carries it with him. What about it? We'll get another one. I'll have a new one made tomorrow. What was that? Sounded like glass breaking. It was here in the apartment somewhere. Maybe it wasn't. I'm sure it was. Sounded like it came from the bathroom. Well, let's find out. Wait a minute. What for? Have your gun ready. My gun? That window in the bathroom. Maybe Tiny climbed up the fire. Oh, will you forget Tiny? He's dead, I tell you. Come on. Let's find out what that noise was. There, you see? There's no one in the bathroom. The window's open. I closed it and locked it tonight before you and Tiny left. Oh, now listen, Claire. Look. Look, there on the window, sir. What's the matter now? Blood. Blood on the window, sir. Yeah. And here, on the floor, more of it. I tell you, Tiny did come back. He drove that car back here, climbed the fire escape, and he's hiding here in the apartment waiting to kill us. Quiet, Claire, quiet. I'm getting out of here. Oh, no, you're not. You go find down the street at this time of night. Some cop will pick you up as sure as my name's Rogers. But that blood on the cell, on the floor, the window oh, open. wait a second. Oh, this on the floor. This isn't blood. Of course it's blood. No, Claire, you're wrong. Look, 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 look. There, under the bathtub. What is it? A bottle. A little bottle of that stuff you paint your nails with. I kept that bottle on the window, sir. All right, okay. So the window, something blew it off. That's what we heard. This bottle breaking. That's what made the spots in here. Listen. Police car. Sounded like it. Stopped in front of the building. Come on out. Come on, Willie. Suppose they followed Tiny here. Suppose he drove the car back here. Will you stop talking about Tiny? 
What for? Put out the light, Claire. All right. Peek under this window shade. See where that police car is. Are they out front? Yeah. Yeah, they are. Two cops in front of the building. What are they doing? They're, they're looking at a car. What car? A black sedan parked in front of the building. You said the car you used tonight was a black sedan. All right. There's a million black sedans in this country, Mike. But why are the cops looking at the one out front? Why are they putting their flashlights on the running board? Why are they looking inside? How do I know? Because Tiny drove it here. He isn't dead. You didn't kill him. He drove that car back here. Climbed the fire escape and he's in the apartment somewhere waiting to get it. Somebody at the door. Shh. What are you going to do? Open up. With a lot of blood on the running board. Blood? Yeah. All over the running board and a lot more inside. Well, what's it going to do with us? We don't own a car. You don't, huh? No. Maybe you know whose car it is, then. Take a look out the window. I already did. I thought you just got out of bed. I did. I heard the siren out front, came in the living, the living room, and looked out the window. I went back to put on some clothes to go downstairs and find out what it was all about. Who owns that car out front? I don't know. I never saw it in my life before. Hmm. Where's the janitor this joint? Janitor? Well, I don't know. Right. Mr. Monk and his wife live in the basement. There's nobody home. Sometimes the monks stay overnight with Mrs. Monk's sister. She lives over in Glendale somewhere. Do the monks own a car? Not that I know of. Mm. Who lives in the apartment above this one? Uh, uh, let's see. Uh... An old bachelor. A man named Weaver. Maybe that black sedan belongs to him. We wouldn't know. Okay, folks. Sorry to get you out of bed at this time in the morning. That's no, all right, officer. I'll go up and talk to this Weaver guy. Uh, maybe that uh, stuff on the running board ain't blood, it's huh? It's blood, all right. Good night. Good night, officer. Good night, Weaver. That black sedan out front is the one you killed Tiny. Now, listen, Claire. Tiny didn't die. He drove the car back oh, here. Oh, I tell you, you're nuts. Tiny's dead. That car in front of the building only looks like the one I, I, I used tonight. Then how do you explain the blood on the running board? How do you explain the blood inside? I can't explain it. I can, because it's the car you shot Tiny in. He came back here. He's hiding in the apartment somewhere, waiting to kill us. He said he'd dig his way out of his own grave to get us. Oh, what a sap I was to tell you that. Let's get away, Rust. Let's beat it out of here. And leave that three grand locked in the trunk? Uh-uh. Why did you have to lock that trunk? I told you Tiny had the only key. And I told you I'd have another key made in the morning. I heard it. Somebody's out in the kitchen. Oh, don't be a sap. There's no one in this apartment but you and me. Then what was that noise? I don't know. Probably the cat knocked over something on the kitchen table. There he is again. I tell you, Tiny's here. Yeah, he's dead. He's dead. Do you hear me? In that car, two miles away. Wait. Where are you going? I'm going out in the kitchen. Don't leave me alone. I'm not leaving you alone. You're coming with me. Maybe you believe in ghosts. I don't. Come on. Look. Look in the bedroom. Oh, uh... Can't be. That that's impossible. I knew it. I knew he'd come back. But it can't be. It, it can't be tiny. We're seeing things. Why doesn't he say something? Why doesn't he do something? Why does he just lie there on the bed? I'm going in the bedroom. No. Don't go near. I'm gonna get the key to that trunk. 
Don't touch him. Don't go near him. The tiny has the key. You told me I gotta get it out of his pocket. We'll get the money and beat it. He, he's breathing. I. I can't look. All right. Steady now. I'll slip my hand in his pocket. I got it. Got the key. Hello, Russ. <gasps> Let go of my wrist. I said I'd come back, Russ. Let go of my wrist. Drop the key. Claire. Claire, get the gun out of my back pocket. A gun won't help you, Russ. You ought to know that now. You're breaking my wrist. Then drop the key on the bed. Okay, okay, I dropped it. That's my pal. Claire. Don't come near him, Claire. Take the key, Claire. Don't come near him, I tell you. Pick up the key. Come around on the other side of the bed and get it. Yes, Tiny. You've always been a good wife, Claire. Take the key. The money we got tonight belongs to you. Tiny, with this money we can all get away. Sure we can. Pick up the key. Don't be afraid. All right. I will. Now. Stop! Let go of me! Now we're all together again. Your hand is breaking my wrist. We're all together again. <laughs> you and me and Russ. Russ, why don't you do something? Yeah, Russ. Why don't you do something? I can't even move. <laughs> These big hands of mine, they're better than a gun. They can hold you two here. Maybe forever. Excuse me, Mr. Farquhar, but your new aircraft carrier has arrived. What? Oh, uh, put it over there next to the others, will you? <laughs> oh, and Jives, get me a Manhattan. The city? Oh, the drinks, sir. <laughs> Good one, Jive. Wow, Mr. Farquhar, how did you ever get so rich? Actually, it all started at the University of Guelph. Welcome, class of 72, University of Guelph. I have to do what to this fish? Fairchild, A. Farquhar, C. No, Judy, I gotta study tonight. Judy, no. And don't call me Farquhar. Farquhar, A+. Plus. Congratulations. You have been awarded the scholarship in marine biology. I have to do what to this mermaid? So, after graduating, I went into animal management. Flipper, Morris the Cat, all my clients. I owe everything to the University of Guelph. You could owe it all to the University of Guelph. Oh, Sparky. Frank Butcher introduces the 349 All-You-Can-Eat Pizza. All the deep dish pizza you can eat as fast as you want to eat it. Fresh out of Frank Butcher's deep little pizza oven. No more waiting endless minutes for your pizza. You can have endless pizza in minutes. With pepperoni, mushrooms, peppers, deep dish the way you like it. Frank Butcher's 349 All-You-Can-Eat Pizza. $1.99 for kids under 12. 4 to 10 p.m. limited time special at participating Frank Bateer's restaurants. And now the conclusion of The Haunting Hour on 104 Chum FM. Go on, Monks. Push the buzzer again. Ah, Dora, it's only 8 o'clock in the morning. The Smiths don't get up this early. We'll get them up. I'm going to find out about this. I'm going back downstairs and finish my breakfast. You are not. 
You're the janitor of this building, and you're supposed to know what's going on with the tenant. Well, that don't mean I gotta wake him up and ask him foolish questions. I want to know if the man we heard about on the radio is our Mr. Smith. It can't be. How do you know? Go on, go on. Push uh, the button. We've had enough trouble last night over to your sister's house. Why go looking for more? This ain't looking for trouble. If it was him, we gotta know sooner or later, and I want to know now. Uh, sure gotta be mad. I want to know, that's all. You never can tell the tenant. Who'd think that mild old Mr. Weaver was the kind to go out hunting wild animals? Ah, that's different. All right, all right. Stop the buzzer, Monks. You've buzzed long enough to wake the dead. For crying out loud, Dora. This is a fine way to start the day. I have to... Try the door. Uh, The uh, door, Monks. Go on, try it. Maybe it's unlocked. All right. Hey. It is unlocked. Well, open it. Go on in. Hey, I got the lights in the living room all turned on. I knew it. I tell you, there's something wrong with them. For crying out loud. Do you see what I see, Dora? Money. It's money laying all over the floor. They must have been storing that money in that trunk. Look, it's open. Some money inside of it, too. Well, the Schmidt's never had so much money. Mm, as far as we knew... Ah, there was always something fishy about them, Smith. And their friend, too, Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Hey, what are we going to do? <laughs> huh? What's that? Uh, someone in the bedroom. It, it, it don't sound like Mr. Smith. No. No, that's not Mr. Smith. Well, come on, let's get out of here. Are you crazy? We're going to find out what's the matter here. We're going into that bedroom. No, 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 no. Be careful, Dora. There's no telling who it is. <laughs> wait, wait. Hey, it's Mr. Rogers. Yes. What in the world happened to him? Listen. Listen to what he's saying. Huh? Oh, you must have seen Mr. Weaver's car outside with all the blood on it. You'd better tell that old dead that he's scared of the other tenants. None of our business if he wants to go off shooting wild animals. But to bring them home dripping blood, it's enough to scare the wits out of anyone. Now, Mr. Rogers, that was deer blood. Mr. Weaver's upstairs went hunting yesterday. No, make them let me go. Make them take the cuffs off. Uh, cuffs? I need that is. He clamped me to the bed. Uh, you're not clamped to the bed, Mr. Rogers. Your sleeve's caught in the rod at the edge of the bed. Look at his hair. He didn't have white hair when he was here yesterday. Uh, what happened, Mr. Rogers? What happened to you? Tiny did it. He put his hands around her throat. Tiny did it. Oh, he's out of his head. Dora, it's, it's true. <laughs> on the other side of the bed, Mrs. Smith. She's on the floor. Oh, well, maybe... Maybe fainted. No. No, no, there's marks on her neck. Hey, Roger, cut the act. Maybe you killed her. Tiny did it. With his hands on her throat, make him get off the bed. Make him get off the bed and open these cups. Make him get off the bed. There's no one on the bed, Mr. Rogers. Don't lie to me. I can see him. He's right in front of me lying on the bed. But, Mr. Rogers, the bed's empty. This bread hasn't even a wrinkle. But I see him. I see him. It's tiny, I tell you. It couldn't be, Mr. Smith. Even if something was there, it couldn't be, Mr. Smith. It couldn't? No, he was killed. Police found him with four bullets in him. He was in a black sedan, they said. Uh, we heard it on the radio this morning. They found him dead about two miles from here. Yes, they described him on the radio, too. And we knew it was Mr. Smith. He died about half past twelve last night. Yeah, they, they said he had big hands. 
like Mr. Smith. <laughs> but the funny thing is, he had a key in his hand. A key? Yes, Mr. Rogers, a trunk key. A little trunk key in one of his great big hands. <laughs> From shadows and stillness, mystery weaves a spell of strangest fascination in the haunting hour. That's our strange tale for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. You can find more from the Haunting Hour, Strange Tales, and everything else Relic Radio at the website, relicradio.com. Thousands of old-time radio episodes to listen to there, and a shoutcast stream with even more. You can donate through the website as well if you'd like to help support this and all of the shows. Thank you, as always, to those who have helped out. Thanks for joining me today. Talk to you again next week with another episode of Relic Radio's Strange Tales. Strange Tales.